Do you want to start? Yeah. Go okay, on, here we go. Hello and welcome to Big Kick Energy with Maisie and Susie. Do you know what? Your whole posture changed Did it? as you started doing that. Yeah, it was quite like, I'm now doing my Like podcast. when it zooms in on the newsreader yeah. and they suddenly stack their papers. and It was exactly like that. Hi, welcome. Should Sorry. we say who we are? Sorry, yes, we should. Um, hello, I'm Maisie Adam. And I'm Susie Ruffle. We are friends. Sure. Foremost. Don't say sure. <laughs> Come on. We are. We're good friends. Good friends. Then colleagues. Yes. And then I would say uh, both interested in football, but of different degrees. Is that fair, Suze? I would say that you are a football fan, then a comedian, then a wife. A wife? Third? (laughs) Listen. That can't be a role. Come on. (laughs) It's it's a pleasure to be out of the kitchen and into the podcast studio. But I think, yeah, I think it's fair to say that you are, you're a big football fan. I love it. You love, love so football. Much. And I am someone who has enjoyed football. I love having a kickabout. Mm-hmm. There have been games that I've really enjoyed. I watched the big tournaments and I got massively into the Women's Euros last year. Yeah. I, I, along with, I, I think, most people in the country. I think that, yes. was, that was a massive turning point. So we decided... We're comedians. Let's record it and put it out as a podcast. Basically, yes. Yes. <laughs> Let's cash in on what's nice and trendy. Um... But it's 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 definitely at a turning point, isn't it? Like, it feels that way. I think so. You messaged me and said, like, I would love to do something about the, the Women's World Cup. And I said, well, I would just like to learn more about it because I feel, I felt very excited getting into it during yeah. the Euros. But I didn't feel, like, sort of embarrassed that I didn't know enough, no. like I do with the men's game. Absolutely. You know, when I watch England playing the men's game, I've got, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know who that person is. And that guy's from the Gillette adverts. And that one does the McDonald's one. But, I, you know, with the you women's game... You feel a bit self-conscious about asking a question well, yeah, about because, somebody. Because you're worried that someone's going to... Quite often, some bloke's going to turn around oh, and go, you very, don't even know about it football. It gets very territorial. It gets very... Name three of their albums, doesn't yeah, it? It gets very yeah. that, yeah. Manchester City, Manchester United, <laughs> Bolton. Um, <laughs> She's only familiar with the greater Manchester teams. <laughs> Not even from there, um, as you can probably tell. But... But that, you're right, that's something that's really lovely about the women's game is that it's at this point now where if you're like me and you've loved football since day dot, mm-hmm. or if, like yourself, this has been something that's really just started to come onto your radar yeah. in the last 18 months because it's finally been given the platform it deserves, we wanted to do a podcast where whatever point you're at on that yes. scale, we can enjoy this World Cup and beyond Absolutely. Uh, all, all together. And Um, celebrate it. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, celebrating is such a funny word because it's like, how do you celebrate? Like putting a flare up your ass. But, you know, but we are celebrating the women's game in a way that we've not done before. But so have you always been into women's football? No. Right, no, okay. No, always been into football. Yeah. And I've, I've spoken about this before. It's, and it's, it's, I feel quite embarrassed about it, mm. to be honest, because... Well, this, this podcast like, is a safe space. Anyone, <laughs> any level, you can come and but listen. But this is it. Like, as, as a football f- fan, lifelong football fan, I feel quite embarrassed that, that I only really sort of got to know about the women's game. I can, remember, I can literally remember seeing it for the first time. I was at uni mm. and it was, the, uh, it was the, the 2015 World Cup. I, I can remember seeing Jill Scott mm-hmm. on the telly. Yeah. And that kind of blowing my mind of being like... So, so the first time was when I saw, I saw an advert for the Women's World Cup and I was like, for, for, for the World Cup, and I was in the kitchen at my flat at uni and I was like, what are they on about? Like, 
that it's every four years we've just it can't be it can't they must mean the Euros that's next year and I like looked and it was on, on about the Women's World Cup and then I watched it and it was like Alex Scott was playing mm-hmm. in that Casey Stoney Karen Carney yeah. like a lot of players that have since retired we got to the semi-final of that World Cup so it was and and it was one of the first times that it had been on a lot of people's radars mm. but still nothing like what we're getting now but that was my introduction to it was at uni so my entire childhood completely unaware of of women's football and what do you think it is that's happened now obviously the women won the euros which is enormously exciting but it felt like we were getting excited before then is it this specific team is it is it is it the fact that the women's super league has got so much bigger I mean, the women's, like, so the Women's Super League was only formed in 2018. Right, So okay. it's, it's so recent. It's so recent. But you're right, like, it did feel even... It's really easy, isn't it, to go, we won the Euros and then it blew up. But, and there's a really good documentary about on this on, on BBC, if, if you want to watch it. I think it's called Champions of Europe. But the Lionesses talk about, they were like, there was a noticeable shift in terms of, like, the PR that was put mm. in before the tournament in terms of how much they were being platformed in interviews and kind of advertising. Like, I can remember I had a gig in Manchester as the Euros was building up and there was a dedicated fan zone to go and watch it, like, which I've only ever seen done for men's tournaments. And then I went down by Piccadilly Gardens and there was this huge billboard on the side of a building with Ellen White and uh, some other players. I think it was for Pepsi Max. Yeah. Massive global brand like that with big, big, massive, massive billboard of, of, of the players platformed like that. It's that sort of thing that's, that's, that's different to anything we've experienced before with it, which I think is why it's changing. So what was your experience of football prior to so, that? So I loved playing as a teen um, and uh, as, a, as a young person, I loved playing. And then... Is I mean, that in school, Suze? Yeah, in school. school. So I played for my like school team, yeah. but no one cared about them. They only cared about like the girls' netball team. I had to. I really had to argue. Did you have a girls' team? We really had to argue for it. We didn't play against anyone. Right. Okay. It was like, yeah, sure, you can do some training on a Thursday. Some side stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. It was. No one cared. And then I quite distinctly remember um, that I, I I was playing football and someone called me a dyke. And I was very much not out at that point. And right. being called that utterly terrified me. Yeah, yeah. And so I stopped playing. Yeah. And then I became really aware that I didn't want to be, I didn't want it to be something that sort of outed me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether, you know, people listening might relate and have had similar experiences. So, and then I felt like football wasn't really for me. That's a huge, that's a huge part of it. Of, of... And I was worried about going to matches because, I mean, it, 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 you know, football grounds mm-hmm. for the men's game. Very would, hostile. Can be really hostile and yeah. really homophobic. Yeah. And really prejudiced against anyone that has a difference. I think that's what's what's one of the key differences between, because I, I always get my back up a little bit when people uh, you know, a lot of people go, oh, it's, 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 it's not like the men's game, though, is it? It's not like the men's game. And I instinctively want to bite back and go, yeah, it is. Because it is in terms yeah, of... it's the same it's rules. It's got all the same... Yeah, it's the same rules, but there's that same tenacity, that same excitement, that yep. same tension and, and, and drive and sort of uh, real excitement in a They've game. they got shin pads on. It's but so <laughs> similar. <laughs> but, there's le- but there's really distinctive differences and important differences in terms of the culture. Yes. Um, primarily. As a football fan, I love it. I love it, but I can completely understand why so many people haven't got on board with football. Yeah. Because it's got really ingrained problems with homophobia, sexism, racism, mm-hmm. hooliganism, yeah. violence. It's It's got a really nasty side to it. And it's a side that simply doesn't exist 
in the women's game. Yes. And I also feel like the women's game feels more accessible because if I wanted to go and see Man City... I would have no chance of oh, no getting chance. a ticket. No chance. You have to have a... Just like, I mean, you can't even get a... Se- you'd have to have a season ticket, yeah. but you couldn't even get a season ticket because they're at capacity with people who've got it. Yeah. And you just renew it every year. So you have to be on like a, basically waiting like a waiting list. list. To go and see a match of football. Whereas the women's game, you could go and take your kids. Me and you could go and see... So me and Sue's both live in Brighton. We could go and see Brighton women play um, for 10, 15 quid. At, at Crawley and that's stadium. an important point about it being accessible to people yeah there's a democratisation that's happened there where you go this is for everyone yeah. this is for everyone you can afford it if you you know if, if it's 15 quid to go and see a good team play and it's worth noting that there yeah. is a player on the Seagulls which is Brighton team yeah, yeah. who is playing in the World Cup yeah yeah Katie Robinson yeah and so you know you can see people that are going to be representing our country yeah yeah massively and if we go and see Brighton play in uh, Arsenal or yeah. Manchester United you're then seeing five or six yes. Lionesses on the pitch in blooming Crawley for and tenor. that feels enormously exciting yeah and also that feels when you think about football as you know historically a working class sport yeah it's really important that it's accessible to the people in the local communities who can go and watch yeah. it and I think it's worth noting that like women's football has been around for a long time yeah you know when there was a period during the Second World War. When, when it was massive. When it was massive. Like factories had teams, teams of yeah, women. That would attract thousands of people. Yeah. yeah. Who's the really famous one? Dick Kerr ladies. So it's not like this is a new no. thing that's happening. No. Women's football has always been around. What hasn't always been around is people respecting it, platforming it and funding it. Yeah. That's, that's the new thing. Mm-hmm. Women's football isn't new. No. What's new is the attitude towards it. Um, and so it's a really, really exciting time, which is why we've done this podcast, is that whether or not you've historically loved football since day dot, or if you're somebody who's always felt like football isn't for you because yeah. everything is screaming, this isn't for you because yes. who you are, now is the time to get on board with Mate, it. it's for you as well. Your, yeah. If you're listening, it's for you as Football's well. Football's for you. One thing that might be just nice to briefly mention is how... Like there's a lot of out footballers, yeah, on the yeah. team. There's there's gay women that are very happily out. There, there's people that bring their families to the match, absolutely. And I think that creates a not just a conversation, but just an an ease with which anyone can go and watch these matches, which I think is yeah. really nice. It's sort of saying without without saying it explicitly. It's it, it's saying it like you're welcome here. Yeah, yeah. It's not even something that you have to go. By the way, you're welcome here. Yeah. You just you just look at the squad yeah. and, and how comfortable they are being out, being in 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 couples and yeah. and 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 like not having to worry about which which is a huge thing in the men's game. Yeah, of course. So I think therefore with people who go to the women's game you you look at the players and you look at the openness yes. and go well that's somewhere where I don't need to worry about yeah about that sort of thing like happening you know or getting abuse at it it's definitely because we're celebrating our lesbians yeah yeah and they're they're straight good at football mates let's talk about the world cup which we're heading into now i'm getting i'm already getting really excited about it yeah as i said 
I got into it via the Euros. So Always I, exciting. So I got to know a lot about the women in the Euros because I was watching. But now I understand that the team is going to be quite different that's going to the World Cup. There's been some retirements. There's some people out with yeah, injuries. Yeah. Uh, through the course of this podcast, we're going to talk about all, all different teams, all different matches. But for this episode, yeah. well, let's start out talking about who's representing So who, who, who are some of the names that you can remember from the Euros? So there's Ellen Toon. Ella Toon. Ella yep. Toon. There's Ellen White and Ella Toon. Yes, yeah, so I know yeah. that Ellen White has retired. Yes, yep. And she's the one that does that with her eyes that's when it, she, that's it, when that she scores a goal. Yeah, yep. yeah, that one. Does I she think do that one? No, it's that, that one. I can't do that. This is not a visual thing, no, so it doesn't sorry. matter. Yeah. Um, she, had a, she had a goal celebration where yeah. she made goggles with her fingers. Yeah, and then like had like little Yeah. What would bits. your celebration be? Um, what would my celebration be? I think like, you know, like in... I feel uh, like you'd get overexcited and att- attempt like a, a, a really, really ambitious gymnastic move. And then I'd be out for the rest of the season. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you'd do your back in. You would. Coming from you, who played a charity match for Alex Horn, took your top off, ran around in a Chloe Kelly. Bra. I did a Chloe Kelly. Do you remember when yes. she scored in the final? Did she get, her top off did and- she get a... Did you get booked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seven minutes in. It's so off. embarrassed getting booked at a charity game for taking your top off. <laughs> There's kids here, Maisie. Put your tits away. <laughs> Just me running around going, it's called feminism, look it up. <laughs> this is for the suffragettes. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I know Ellen White. Ella, but she's not playing anymore. She's, she's not retired. Playing, so she's retired. I know Jill Scott's also retired. Jill Scott has retired. Yeah. Then I know Frank Kirby. Frank Kirby is sadly injured. Um, it's not an ACL, which there seems to be a real problem yeah. with in, in, in the women's game, which I'm sure we'll talk about at some point. Right, okay. But, um, she, but she's she, out. Yeah, yeah. Then... Uh, Ella Toon, who you mentioned. Yes. She's she's in. Yeah. She's in. So she plays for Manchester United. Really great, exciting player. Yes. Um used a lot in the Euros and likely to be integral in yes. the World Cup as well. And who's our captain? Our captain, so it was Leah Williamson. But she's out as well. Leah Williamson is one of um, the, ACLs. the ACLs. So her and Beth Mead. ACLs sounds like a sort of a, a band that plays sort of electro. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to the ACLs. Yeah, oh God. Have, yeah. you, have you heard Snap by ACL? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're doing a gig in a warehouse. It's great. Yeah. So um, so she's out with an ACL, as Leah, is... So Leah Williamson was our captain, yeah. and she's out with an ACL. Beth Mead was our highest scorer. She yeah. got the golden boot. Yes, yes, yes. She's out with an ACL. Like, so, is this a concern? Yes, yes. It, 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 like, it is. Um, Millie Bright is yes. our new captain. Yes, 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 um, Millie Bright. She's had surgery on her knee, mm-hmm. um, but... Seems to be all good. She's okay. been training. Yeah. Should be absolutely grand. Again, really integral player. So we've got lots of players that are out. Yes, yeah. This, With different um, injuries. Yes, but a lot of them are this dastardly ACL injury. ACL, okay. Yeah. Do you want to take any guesses, Suze, what an ACL stands for? It sounds for? like an air conditioning unit. Mm, it but does. I'm guessing it's nothing to do with that. No, no. I know. Is it something to do with your Achilles tendon? It's it's something in your knee, and often the way that it's picked up is like the your foot will go into the ground, and and this is this, and basically that the foot goes one way and your knee goes the Ooh. other, twists right round, and this is like why there's such a big conversation about it in the women's game. It's of course a lot of a lot of I think Puma do women's boots, but a, a, one of the theories behind why there's so many ACLs in the women's game compared to the men's game is that. 
women like women are wearing basically men's boots and that might be a reason in terms of the way that they lock into the grass sometimes. That's really interesting. There's loads of theories, Sue's like people have linked it maybe to like menstruation, yeah. like but and and who's who's to say I think there's gonna have to be lots of research into it. Yeah, of but course. But there's loads and that loads. It must be really hard if yeah. you've got a massive match and you've got period pains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. must be yeah impossible. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, do you know? Do you know that this is the first like time that the um, shorts are blue rather than white? So normally in an England kit, you play all in the same colour. Um, so historically, we've played in an all white kit. But obviously, and is that why? Yeah. Like they've been really, re- and this is again why the lioness is brilliant. Is there's no shame in sort of Too campaigning right. about it, and they'll be like. I'm not being funny, but some of us are on a period and we're playing a match in front of a sold-out stadium. And then I'd quite millions like, of people around the globe. Yeah, I'd quite like to not, you know, become a meme and that'd oh, be the course. only thing that's that's people, that's, are, talking people about. are talking about. It's the last thing that the game needs. You know, I, th- I think every single woman here would be like, if, if you're on your period, the last thing you wear is white like, shorts. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that's really... And that's... That's just if we're off to Sainsbury's. That's if yes. you're not playing in front of 70,000 people yeah. in the biggest tournament. Of your life, maybe. Yeah, yeah. We've got a lot, uh, f- f- quite a few injuries. But also, I think when you look at the other teams that we're going to be playing, loads have got injuries. It's, it's quite widespread across, right. across the sport. Do people need to start being more careful on the pitch? Well... <laughs> No. Okay. This is you want people to be more violent. Yes. If anything, <laughs> you I want it to bring be hammers. like gladiators. Yeah. <laughs> well, having those massive things of yes. knocking each other off, and at the end they have to go and get. You know, when you go and get the trophy at the end, you have to go up the travelator. That's yeah. what I'd like. Is that where you'd like them to pick up the World Cup trophy from? Yes. Yes. Great. Um, of somebody called Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> um, I met him when I was a, when I was like you eight. Met Wolf. Yeah, it felt huge at the time. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh my god, I've met Wolf, and I met Hunter. Oh, Hunter, I remember that one. Yeah. 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 Maybe that maybe that would be a way of getting more people on as well. <laughs> if we all just gave them gladiator names. There you go, yeah. Who are the bright young things that are coming through? That- so this is why it's so exciting. Yeah. Yes, there's lots of people who've retired, there's a few injuries, but the great thing about this England squad is it's so vet. Like, we've, we've got so many... I don't want to even use the word backups, but as in so many options. Yes. Of if somebody's out, you go, fine, we'll replace them with this equally great player. Yes. It's not like you're going, oh, what can we rally around to mm. try and fill that gap? So you've got players, um, there's a fantastic player called Lauren James, uh, who's widely regarded as like easily one of the best players in the WSL. She plays for Chelsea. Right. Um, her brother is Reese James, who plays for Chelsea. Oh, wow. Team. Yeah. They're good. Yeah, yeah. Good old genes in that family. Good old genes in good that old family. Good old genes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's in the in the in in the squad. Katie Robinson. Yes. Spoken about. Um, uh, she goes. <laughs> Look at you getting your chance in. I love it. I love it. There's loads of really really exciting players. Um, Rachel Daly. Yes. Who's who was in the in the Euro squad? But so she she used to play in defence. Yes. Well, she was a left back. What's Sorry, I thought you were going to explain what defence was then. I was going to be like, Maze, it's not oh, no, that bad. <laughs> so that's, that's where they're you're defending to the, goal? the goal, but you're not allowed to use your hands. Um, <laughs> but she's, she's, so she's like normally been um, in defence. Yeah. She's going to be playing as a forward in this one. That's, Which, that's how talented this squad is. We've got players who are like, yeah. I we'll can, move around. I can play at the highest level in two completely different positions. Right, okay, so we've got these bright young things coming through. And yep. Serena Vigman, now she's been like an integral part. Oh, of massively. Why 
so mm-hmm. she she's Dutch and mm-hmm. she was she was managing the Dutch uh, team and then yeah. <laughs> we nicked her. Great. Um, and she's basically an absolute genius in terms of. But it, why? I, I don't. Is it magic? It basically okay. is. It basically is. I can't like. So in the Euros, she basically did the same start in eleven. She didn't make any changes. The ma- the main changes she did was when I'm going to bring on that sub. Right, but okay. it was often the same sub at the same, for the, you know, like for like. It was like a rhythm. Yeah, yeah. And is that really unusual in the? Is that, is that rarer? Let's it's say rarer. in the men's game. Yeah, yeah. So like when Gareth Southgate's playing, so like genuinely, sometimes you go, "Oh, I wonder who he's starting for this game," and, right, and, sure. and it's an exciting thing to go, "Oh, he's left out Maguire and he swapped him for yeah. Walker or something." Whereas often in in you know under Vigman, it was it was the same starting eleven, mm-hmm. and it was sort of a, a a faultless formula. I mean, we we had thirty games, Sue's unbeaten. That's it. so. That's that's from before the Euros, right through the Euros, and then the sort of friendlies that we've had, and then we had we had something called a finalissima back What's in that? April. So um, we, as the champions of Europe, yeah. played the champions of the South America version <gasps> of that. It was England versus Brazil because we won the Euros, and we played them, and we won that. We won the finalissima as well, and then we had this friendly against Australia, and we were like, "It's all right. We've beaten. We've beaten Brazil. We'll be grand." And then Australia beat us. But <laughs> but thirty games under Serena Wiegmann, yeah. that's pretty unheard of. Yes, thirty games unbeaten. It, she's an absolute genius, and the players adore her. Yeah, that, that like it the seems way really they've obvious. spoken about yeah. sort of the way that she's created this team and this mentality. I think you'll like this as well. The way that Serena selects the squad they do it you know do you remember in X Factor where they find out if they've gone to judges houses mm-hmm. and they come and have a sit down <gasps> that's how she it's does like it that. yeah 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 she calls you in and sits you down um, oh god or, that must be tough or she say, gives I'm you a sorry. phone call and says and says it's not happening this time yeah it's not good news it's, it's great, great news <laughs> Chloe Kelly doing a full Ryland like breaking down on yeah. the sofa Amazing. So we're now in the lead up yes. to the World Cup beginning. Yep. What I want to know, what are they doing now? What do you reckon? Because oh, you've got you've got a bit of an of intel. You've done intel. quite you've got yeah. quite done quite a lot of stuff with the lionesses. You know a few of them, sure. You've just done soccer aid. What is going on? So at, at the camp? moment, so you know, like with the season at the moment, yeah. it's all on international break. So nobody's yeah. playing for the local teams yeah. at the moment. Everyone's just training for the for their home team. This is it. This is it. So um, the Lionesses, they go to um, this place. It's called, it's called St George's Park, sure. and it's unreal. So like, I went there, and the the facilities are like off the scale. They've got they've got like nine pitches. Um, that feels like too many. Yeah, it's so many. It's so many. Gorgeous big hotel, really good training facilities. And the Lionesses go there for a training camp um, and basically like learn to gel. Because if you, if, you, if you imagine, it's like, they, you know, uh, Ella Toon's been playing in Manchester yeah. with the Manchester United players under the Manchester United management. And then suddenly you're in with players who you haven't seen for ages because they're playing Barcelona or yeah. they're playing or people that you've been playing against or you're playing, playing against and suddenly you've got to learn how to gel with that squad and and when you say gel is that in like is that obviously that's like on a football level of like how these people move the ball around how they work as a team how you know how they find each other yeah. in a match but is it also gelling as in like personalities for Absolutely. them to feel like a real team yeah and, and it's it's clearly worked there's a real gelled yeah. cohesiveness with the lionesses. Well when when they won the Euros, it really felt like 
the team. Yeah. It was it was about the team. It wasn't like they were going, right, we just need to speak to Ellen White. We yeah. just need to speak to Yeah. You know, they want everyone was part of it. And there yeah. was that great interview. Was it Frank Kirby who was like, I need to go and dance with everyone? Was it, is that who Perfect. it was? Yeah. Perfect. And she was like, I'm not interested in having my moment on Sky Sports. I'm more interested in yeah. cuddling the people. She didn't say this, but that was what, yeah, what the vibe yeah. was. She was more interested than d- hugging and if dancing around. If you see around. any of the interviews with the players from that, they all say the same thing. They all bring it back to the team every single time. Mm. I think even when Beth Mead won her Sports Personality of the Year, yeah. she was like straight away to thank Serena and the team. Serena got given her um, honorary OBE or CBE. Uh, very recently at St George's Park mm. and straight away was like, but it's not just me, it's the team, it's the medical staff. It, it's, yeah. it's a very, very cohesive mentality. It's basically a really, really exciting time though with, with this squad, with the World Cup. So it's in Australia yeah. and New Zealand. Yeah. Um, so Are we going? I'd love to go. I'd love to go. It's a long old way though. Yeah. This, and so Surely a, someone's listened to this. A lot of the games out. that we're going to be watching, Sue's, they'll be on at like 9 30. So it'd be with a brew morning. rather than a beer. I mean, speak for yourself. I'm legend over here. <laughs> <laughs> Moses has been sick again. <laughs> at brunch. Oh, God. Um, so in Australia and New Zealand, it's dotted around mm-hmm. as well. Like there's ones in blooming Melbourne, there's ones in Sydney. Adelaide, like, and then obviously some in New Zealand. So yeah. they'll be they'll be flying around a lot. Which what does that do to your bod? Well, exactly. That's what I'm thinking a little bit. That is one of my small concerns. Is that of course in the Euros they had it here. Yes. Well, which meant you could go. We're to a, a tiny old island. You can jump like, on a bus. Yeah. Even when it was like, right, we've got a game at Old Trafford, and we in, we're in London. You're talking a three four hour drive, aren't you? Yeah. Have you ever been? To, you've been to Australia. It's yes, massive. You just drive for days. Yeah. Too too big, I'd say. Too big. Too, no, yeah. 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 We don't need it to be that big. So there's some of our concerns, but on the whole, we're very excited. Very very excited. And we're very excited for you to be joining us on this on this journey as Maisie said at the top whether you're someone that has loved football for a really long time and you've got the inside knowledge like Maisie or whether you're like me and you're just super keen and you're excited to get a new hobby this podcast is going to be a place that you can visit to get the top tips one thing I would like to do go on is um, obviously we're going to be rooting for England of course watching all of the England games I would like to find you a team that's sort of your second favourite, one that you can root sure, for. Sure, sure. Okay. You know? Yes. Um, now, it can't be It can't be one of the ones that we're in a group with. Right, okay. Right, so you can't root for Denmark, you can't root for Haiti, and you can't root for China, Fine. which I know is something you love to do. Yeah, absolutely. You're always rooting for China. Non-stop. Um, but is there any other team that you'd be interested in? Do you know who I'm for? interested in? Go in, on. In following, and I'm not rooting for them. I am rooting for England. Yeah. I want our girls yeah, to yeah. come home with that gold. Yeah. But I'm going to keep an eye on what the Dutch are up to. Keep on the Netherlands. Yeah. And I like orange. I look lovely in orange. Do you? Yeah. A burnt orange. A burnt orange. Yeah. My football team play in orange. Do they? Yeah. 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 We had to pick a colour that nobody else would wear. <laughs> Um, all right, well, we'll, we'll have and you. And who are you going to root for? Well, so on the, the Republic sly. of Ireland are in for the first time ever. No, that's exciting. That is exciting. That is exciting. And I'm going to be that really annoying person that's like, I've actually got a bit of Irish in me. <laughs> um, do you know, I took one of those, you know, those tests where you like spit in a tube? Yeah. Have you done these? What, for chlamydia, is that? No, no, for your heritage. I'm joking, I I've know. I've never had the clap. I want that on record. 
<laughs> but if you have had the clap, you're welcome on this you're podcast. You're still welcome here, guys. Come, listen. No judgment here. No Absolutely judgment not. here. Um, but uh, you know that you know those tests you can do. Yeah. So you like spit in a in a tube. Yeah. You send it off. So Mike did it, and um, uh, who's my husband? And he he came back. He came back, and he was like, he was a bit. He was a bit. Um, he was like from all over Scandinavia. He had a bit of Danish in him. Oh, I can see that. A bit of Norwegian. Him. Yeah, but it was like good, hefty percentages. Like yeah. it was a solid bit Norwegian. I was like, that is so cool. So I did mine, and it came Leeds. back. Leeds. <laughs> I so I was ninety ninety nine point eight percent from the north of England. And then the other percentage was from County Cork. Like, so you've got a little bit of Irish in you. Yeah, but it's pretty white, isn't it? It's, it's pretty white, I think white, I'm yeah. the whitest person. In, like from 98.9 or 99.8. I mean, there's not a lot in it. So that's why I'm rooting for, <laughs> for Ireland. For Ireland. For me, for me, just for my roots, do you know just what I mean? Yeah. Just it's nice for me Dutch. to connect with my culture. Of course. And yeah. I'm just going to assume there's some Dutch in me. Yeah, I think so. But so obviously you, you, you're rooting for the Netherlands because you like Serena Vigman. You know, um, one of their best players, Vivian Miedemar. Yes, she's goes she's out. out. Yes. She's out. She's got an ACL as well. But she, oh, she's going out with Beth Mead. Yes. They've Who's both, also out? Yeah. Oh, they're going to have an holiday. Yeah. Well, that's it. They've, they've had a lot of photos of them in rehab together. So uh, not I mean, re, not like not no, not the primary. No, re, no like um, physio rehab. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, but at least I think that's got to be nice. If you if you imagine how heartbreaking it is when you get an ACL and you know you've got to miss your major tournament. At least your other half's there with you as yeah. well, getting getting the same treatment. Going, oh, does your ankle hurt? Oh, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. should we watch? Should do our stretches? Yeah, and yeah. watch Shrek. I was going to say Shrek. <laughs> Shrek solves everything, doesn't it? Well, Thanks maybe not for listening. It's been... I'm excited for this. The podcast is sponsored by Shrek. 